Welcome to Smart Creation, the podcast, an invitation to explore the potential of sustainable fashion. Every other Wednesday, Adrian, your host, talks to key players in the fashion industry to discover new products and understand the challenges behind offering more responsible fashion and learn the solution available today. This podcast is brought to you by Première Vision, the leading event organizer for fashion professionals. To find out more, go to www.premiervision.com. Discover and enjoy. Hello, everybody. Thank you for listening to Smart Creation, the podcast. Today, I am talking with Kutai Saristasun. He is director of fashion brands at Blue Sign. Hello, Kutai. Hi, Adrian. How are you? Thanks for having me. Good. Thank Thanks. Greetings from Switzerland. Excellent. Um, To begin with, could you please introduce yourself and your company, please? Sure. My name is Kutai Saritosun, and I serve as the Director of Fashion Brands at Busan Technologies, uh, based in St. Gallen, Switzerland. Um, in my current position, I work with the brands and their manufacturers, their suppliers, to achieve um, a cleaner, safer textile supply chain and uh, products. Excellent. What does sustainable fashion mean according to you? Oh my gosh, sustainable fashion. Uh, th that's a, a really wide topic in the sense that there are a lot of different moving parts when we talk about sustainability in fashion. So uh, one important part is, of course, the materials. What kind of materials are you using in your products? Uh, is it organic? Is it recycled, etc.? The next important piece of what makes a fashion item more sustainable is the, the chemistry that you put into that product. So uh, having the right materials is really important. But then again, what are you putting in terms of chemistry into that into that product? Is this is a safer chemistry? And then the next thing is production. There are a lot of different production techniques, responsible production techniques through which you can save water, you can save energy, you can save resources. So production could be the next uh, another piece that impacts the sustainability of a product. Um, and then, of course, you know, thinking about what's going to happen to that product at the end of its life is also important. So that brings us sort of to the whole hot topic that's happening right now, which is circularity. Uh, so all of these things, actually the materials, the chemistry, production, circularity, all of these things actually take place at the design phase. So whatever, I, uh, what makes the product uh, more sustainable, that those decisions, 80% of those decisions actually take place in the, in the design phase. Um, so, uh, that's what I would say, uh, what sustainable fashion uh, means, you know, it's important to think, to have a holistic approach to consider all of these factors when we talk about sustainable fashion. Excellent. Thank you very much. What was the Eureka moment that led the Blue Science to develop a systemic approach that companies could use and integrate into their sustainable strategy? Um, our Eureka moment actually happened 20 years ago. We're celebrating our 20th year, year anniversary uh, this year. Um, so what happened then was that we really, as Busan, saw the challenges with the chemicals and the textile production processes that are very harmful uh, to the environment, and those issues were not being addressed to. 
And uh, there are thousands of textile chemicals used in the fashion industry, and many of them are very toxic. So you really have to have, first of all, find the right alternatives uh, and also have the right systems in place in order to manage these these, these chemicals. Uh, well, this approach uh, has improved. Uh, the facilities, the production has improved, especially in Europe, because the, the legislation, uh, the regulations are, are very strict in Europe with regards to chemicals. Uh, but of course, you know, there are, there's a lot of improvement mm. that needs to be done out there in the rest of the in other places in the world where the manufacturing uh, takes place because uh, in many of those countries in many of those mini- uh, facilities uh, a lot of toxic chemicals are still being discharged out into the into the environment so basically 20 years ago the lack of understanding of these issues uh, with regards to good chemistry and responsible textile production drove us to develop a solution uh, our current solution right now the blue sun solution and also educate the supply chain partners on how mm. they can reduce their mm. risks and impacts of the of the uh, textile manufacturing so looking at the uh, discussions that are taking place today when we've started on this journey 20 years ago we as blue sign really were ahead of the time uh, so now we're looking for working on the solutions for the next next 20 years wow and what makes your company and your services stand out from the others in this uh, in this market Well, for the last 20 years, firstly, we have been working very closely with the chemical companies as their trusted partners. So evaluating their chemical formulations, rating their their, their chemicals as blue sign approved chemistry. Uh, so that's that's very unique in terms of, uh, of of what we do, working very closely with them. Uh, secondly, I'll say that we are a scientific and technical minded company. So uh, data, uh, facts, that's very important to us. Good data, data, clean data, reliable data is very very important to us because that also uh, that's what transforms every industry and this also that's also very important in terms of uh, uh, traceability right you need to have the right data factual data in place in order to be able to say this is what i've done or these are the numbers that are that are reliable correct etc um, we as a company we are an interesting company because we're both traditional And we're forward thinking. Um, by traditional, what I mean is that uh, Blue Sign headquarters is um, is based in St. Gallen, and St. Gallen has been a very important center of, of textile industry in Switzerland. Um, having said this, of course, uh, being in a, in, a, in a traditional textile center in Switzerland, uh, of course, we're always moving forward. We're always thinking about the future, embracing um, innovation, innovative solutions, because uh, that, that's the way to move the industry forward. Uh, another thing that really makes Blue Sign, Blue Sign special is the fact that our approach to uh, cleaner textiles is about input stream management. So for us, it's important to help companies to use the right chemistry from the very beginning of the production, of making that fabric, of making those trims, buttons, zippers, etc., mm. rather than worry about it, about whatever chemicals are, are, are remaining on the on the end product. So we're all about controlling it, uh, helping the companies, manufacturers control or use the right chemistry from the very beginning rather than worrying about it at the end. And that's what we call the input stream management. So it's, it's, a, it's a more um, holistic approach on, on responsible production and, um, and safer chemistry. Excellent. Um, let's talk about the emerging designers. You know, yes. What should they think about when they want to produce sustainably? Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think emerging designers, uh, if they want to go through, through the, the route towards the route of sustainability, I think the, the, today's designers are, are, are really lucky. Emerging designers are really lucky because there are a lot, first of all, in terms of materials, there are a lot of options, more sustainable options mm. available um, in the industry. Uh, there's a lot of innovation happening in terms of materials. Uh, so in that regard, they can make the right choices with regards to uh, to the materials from the very beginning. The other thing that's important is what I would suggest is uh, establish a supply chain from the beginning. Supply chain meaning choose your garment makers, choose your fabric suppliers, choose your trim suppliers that are sustainable from the very beginning. Uh, when you are a, a giant company, mm. you've got a lot of very big uh, fashion companies, uh, retailers in the world. It's very much harder for them to retrofit their business model to a more sustainable model versus an emerging designer who's just starting his own, who's just launching its his or her own brand. So uh, doing it from the very beginning is important. Um, after you choose the right materials of, materials, of course, choosing the right chemistry for safer products is, is also important. Uh, and the easiest thing that the emerging designers can do is to look for blue sign-approved fabrics or blue sign-approved trims because what that really guarantees uh, to, the, to the designers is the fact that not only safe chemistry has been used in the making of that fabric or trim, but also the facility where that fabric or trim has been produced uh, uses responsible production techniques, uh, minimizing the use of or, or optimizing the use of chemistry, energy, and water, and having the right environmental management systems in place, mitigating their uh, negative environmental impact and also impact on the, on the workers. And we also have got, before I forget, we also have got Blue Sign Academy based in Germany. That's our knowledge base. And uh, Blue Sign Academy is always ready to help emerging yeah. designers uh, to learn practical approaches towards sustainable design and, and implementation. Excellent. And how does uh, an organization become a Blue Sign System partner? Adrian, first of all, a commitment for change is needed because when we talk about sustainability, obviously yeah. you put to, to become more sustainable, you put certain practices and, and actions in place, right? So a commitment for change is important. Uh, it's, I mean, once we, have, we see that commitment from the, the potential system partners, next thing that we do is we do an expert assessment of that, of that company. Where do they stand in terms of, in terms of uh, environmental management? Management systems. How do they manage uh, their impact on the environment? The water, air emissions, water emissions, wastewater management. So all of those those wonderful things that are necessary. We take a look at, do an assessment mm. on on those on those focus areas. So once we do that assessment, of course, then we look at the gaps. So where is this company? Where is this manufacturer? As they where they stand, and then uh, what are some of the gaps that we see, and where are the improvements that can be made? Uh, and once we identify those gaps, then we sit down with that potential system partner and actually uh, create a strategic roadmap to close those gaps and implement improvements and you know have some target measurements in place so when we when we say we become system partners with a company it really is a partnership in terms of identifying where they are where they need to be and help them how to how to get there um Signing a system partnership, of course, uh, demonstrates the organization's commitment uh, towards a positive momentum for sustainability and put some actions mm. in place to become more sustainable based on blue sign criteria. Um, and, you know, of course, it's a continuous support loop when you become a system partner with blue sign. It's, you know, it's regularly checking of, of measurements and assuring that uh, mm. continuous improvements uh, is taking place 
in, in that companies, in that system partners, sustainability performance, and of course, you know, risk reduction, uh, mitigating of environmental risks uh, on an ongoing basis. Mm-hmm. So you will be at Première Vision in a few days. Uh, what will you be presenting there? Well, um, our focus for the next, as it is for the next 20 years, our focus for the future will be on data that's uh, reliable and, and verifiable. Um, we, as the fashion industry, we have unfortunately suffered some of the reputational damage uh, because there's a lot of uh, greenwashing that's happening uh, in the industry in terms of different claims, sustainability claims, sustainability communication to the consumers. Um, so we are, our focus for the future is, is, is data that's reliable. Uh, we have developed a, a, an online platform called Blue Sign Cube. Uh, that is a web-based platform mm-hmm. that allows companies to connect on this platform and uh, be able to use their data to create verifiable claims. And through this, uh, be it as a brand or, or as a manufacturer, uh, you can really report your environmental progress in a factual fashion. Excellent. I'm looking forward to, to meet you there. Um, Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> does Blue Sign take uh, all aspects of fashion into consideration? Well, yes, of course. Uh, from the very beginning, our he- approach has been no compromises to functionality, quality, and design. So whatever we do, whatever uh, implementations that we have in the textile supply chain uh, is based on that. Uh, so we assess the chemical use and safety uh, for all materials. We're not material-specific, so we could be working with you know, synthetics. We could be working with cellulosic fibers. To, to us, that, that, that doesn't matter. We're independent of that we also work with the trims trim manufacturers uh, accessories manufacturers of course fabric makers uh, and we're currently developing solutions for footwear um, so i would say we are runway ready do you have a favorite company or brand you are currently working with um you know what it is for me uh, personally it's always uh, and for all of us at blue sign it's always so very rewarding to see the blue sign system partners partner brands uh reduce their environmental impacts uh through our system partnership and implementations etc so no matter whether they're they're big or small or what geography they are in when we see uh that them reducing their environmental impacts it is so rewarding for us so uh it doesn't matter which brand it is where they are um it's always very rewarding so i have no favorites yeah okay Um, We're all very proud of them. Of course, of course. (laughs) What are the the environmental, social and economic impacts of your organization? Well, when we um, enter into a partnership with an organization, we we do so with the premise that we will improve uh, their environmental environmental impact through responsible production, through responsible chemistry, uh, and then that's our approach. So we aim to save them on resources such as water, energy, uh, using the right chemistry, uh, help them implement more efficient processes, uh, and then of course that helps them save costs on resources such as energy. And water, etc., and ultimately this will give them uh, their return on investment. So that's an economical impact as well as the the environmental uh, social impact. The second thing is uh, environmental impact. The second thing is the input, as I mentioned before, input stream management. So basically, how can we control the 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 the, the chemistry from the very beginning of the of the production process so that I'm mitigating, I'm minimizing my impact on the environment. And I'm also minimizing the impact or mitigating, eliminating the impact on the workers 
exposed to the uh, to those chemicals, right? So that uh, that would also be our our, our social impact, our, our human impact, and it's a, it's a huge value added to the society because if you're using blue cyanide chemistry, or if you're if you're using right chemistry from the very beginning, uh, then you also know that the, the 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 people that live around those facilities, then they have clean water that they can access to. Right, so that's also an impact to the to the to the people around the uh, the, the production uh, facilities, um, and um, and all you know, all this we offer organizations um, you know from chemical suppliers, manufacturers, and brands um, you know having a, again a positive impact on the environment, generating a positive economic value, and also having a positive social a social impact. Can you tell us uh, what are your certification? What does it mean, and how much does it cost actually? And maybe one question before you know. Uh, to be very um, um, to, exp- to be very clear, you know, today there is so many certification, mm-hmm. um, so many different ones, and and sometimes for young designer it's quite difficult to find to understand uh, what's the difference between uh, GOTS, PCI, between um, between uh, RWS, etc., etc. Can you clarify everything uh, regarding certification? Well, that's a, uh, it's an important topic, uh, that's, that's discussed a lot because as you said, there are a lot of certifications out there in the market. Um, it, we ourselves as Blue Sign, we're not a certification organization. So we're not, we're not built around, uh, testing fabrics and certifying something. Uh, we are a, we are a third party system provider. So we, you can think of us as a, a third party, I'm sorry, service provider, not a system provider. Service provider, so you can think of us as a as a consulting company. Uh, so what we have been doing the last twenty years is that we assess chemical safety um, uh, through our chemical database that's been established over again uh, throughout this twenty year period with the most knowledgeable experts um, in the industry. So we really strive to help companies succeed in whichever route they determine is is best for them. For example, we help um, companies score higher in the SHC's HIG index, or we help them reach level three of the zero discharge of hazardous chemicals, the ZDHC program. So we really help companies in in different ways. But then again, in essence, we are not uh, a a certification company. Of course, you know, throughout the things that that we do, because, you know, we help manufacturers to elevate their environmental uh, practices, bring them up to to a different level. We help them use safer chemicals. Of course, a part of this whole journey, the manufacturers do want to talk about the fact that, yes, they have implemented the right practices in place at their manufacturing facilities and they're using blue sun approved, approved chemistry. And that sort of brings us to certification because then they're like, well, I want to prove the fact that I've got the right systems in place in terms of production and I'm using the right chemistry. So, so certification happens a part, a, a part of that. But then again, we're not a certification company. Um, to, to your question about the cost, it really depends on, on, on the partners company that we work with it depends on their size it depends on what they would like to accomplish with us it depends on the production processes that they have um for some companies we offer offer a complete system partnership uh that has a certain uh, you know cost associated with it again depending on the the potential system uh, system partner but we also offer uh standalone a la carte services a la carte solutions for other organizations that may need uh, help on some specific aspects uh, so it really is up to the company and what they want to invest in, what they co- what they want to accomplish with with BlueSign. 
Excellent. Um, what are the, the KPIs or the eKPIs you monitor? Uh, that's a great question. Uh, for our partners, we, in terms of the environmental KPIs, key performance indicators, uh, we look at, we focus on carbon dioxide emissions, we look at chemical inputs, uh, we look at uh, the water and energy usage. Uh, let's talk about the future now. How will Blue Science contribute to sustainability in the future, you think? Um, this is again one of the focus. The focus that we have uh, will be showcasing also in PV. Uh, I would answer to the, uh, that question uh, by saying that it will be through the Blue Sign Cube. Uh, again, this is our, our web-based online platform, uh, and through the Blue Sign Cube, our partners will have information based on verified data and allowing uh, them to take responsible business decisions and investments. What are the industry upcoming challenges and how can Blue Sign offer a solution? There are a couple topics, hot topics right now in terms of, uh, uh, you know, brands and manufacturers. And, and one of that topic is, uh, is the uh, chemical management and impacts of toxic chemistry on the environment. I mean, this, this still remains a, a big challenge for the industry around the world, especially for the brands, because it's very hard for them to look into the chemistry that's being used in their, in their, in their supply chain. So this part of the process, especially for the brands, this part of the process uh, can be really incredibly hard to understand and monitor. Uh, so this, this remains to be a challenge. So to this end, brand and company companies Uh, big and small really need to understand how they can improve uh, their resource management, you know, what chemistry they're using. So this is where Blue Sign comes in because this is what we've been doing for the last 20 years. Uh, we have the know-how for both issues in terms of understanding what chemistry is in the supply chain, how to improve that chemistry, and what are the resources, resource consumption in my supply chain, and how to improve that those resource consumption. So we have we have the know-how for 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 both issues, uh, and we have the solutions for 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 both uh, you know uh, for both issues. Uh, we have an online portal of safe chemical for producers. We've got over uh, our blue blue sign finders, uh, which is the online uh, uh, chemical database. It's got over twelve thousand plus. Um, a chemical blue sign approved chemistry that's available uh, to the companies to use. Uh, and then again, you know, through our systems, through our, or through our platform, we also offer transparency and transparency, uh, traceability and transparency through the, through the entire supply chain. And of course, you know, help companies prevent the use of hazardous chemicals, uh, mitigate the use of hazardous chemicals of ever entering the production stream from the very beginning. Um, according to you, how can the fashion industry accelerate um, its sustainable revolution? Well, I think it will really boil down to reliable data and reliable information. I think that's going to be the next the next sustainable revolution. The industry should come together for for better traceability and transparency in the industry. Um, of course, you know new methods of manufacturing and new business models, um, especially with regards to uh, recycling, upcycling, circularity, um, are coming up. They need to be scaled up. The, the infrastructure needs to be there to support those new business models. Um, so all of these, you know, combination of all of these things, more reliable data for better traceability, new manufacturing processes, new business models. I think that's going to be the new, the new revolution in the next. Uh, a couple in the next decade, we're in 2020, I think by 2030, we'll see these things uh, taking place 
uh, at a better scale. And I also see that the government's taking a, a more active role in, in moving the fashion industry to a more sustainable place by stepping in and putting, putting things into, into legislation for brands and manufacturers to, uh, to, to follow. But when is this going to happen? Because it, it looks like uh, this is quite urgent, no? When, when does the, the, um, the states are going to step, step in the game? I mean, this we see this happening in Europe right now. Um, France, for example, put it into its legis own legislation, um, uh, uh, banning the, the burning or incineration of unused, unsold items. Right, so uh, that has been a problem, especially for the within the, the the luxury brands, as they don't want to tarnish the company image. So unsold products, unsold goods have been incinerated destroyed etc so france just put uh, a legislation in place that's banning uh, that so i think we'll see more and more laws putting into in in legislation and and uh, in constitutions um to prevent uh, things like this to happen what are the right indicators can certification be a solution i mean certifications can be used as a guidance Uh, but of course, I mean, also certifications uh, need, they need to be transparent and they need to be aligned enough, um, as to, you know, what, who are the low, uh, the, the lower, lo the lowest performance and who are the highest performance. So certification for brand or a manufacturer that doesn't really, um, indicate that much. Um, so if you ask our approach to this, um, I would say that we believe that information on, again, I will go back to this information based on verified data, um, is important and going into the future, I feel, or we think that, uh, verified data will be used instead of certificates and labels. Uh, so there will be a consolidation and then uh, maybe uh, um, uh, leaving certifications and labels behind because uh, many of what we have in the market right now can be misleading and then again open the door to greenwashing. And what do you advise, um, what do you advise designers who are looking to make the right choices? Uh, we uh, touched base on the emerging designers earlier in our conversation. So again, uh, a, a good place to start is sustainable raw materials, right? I think that's a good starting point. And then the next thing to build on that is uh, then the chemistry. You can always ask your fabric makers, trim makers. But for example, could I, I just I just cut you? Sorry for that. But when it comes to um, the right raw material, um, shall we go into cotton? Shall we go into? Um, I mean, if you want to make a jean, <laughs> if you want to make a t-shirt, which is the most of the time the best sellers, um, going into cotton is the right is a is a good choice or no? For example. <laughs> Well, I mean, there are always options, right? There are different options out in the industry. Uh, you can, instead of conventional cotton, uh, you can choose to use maybe organic cotton. Uh, then there is a, a, there is a notion called cotton made in Africa. So if you want to support the uh, the cotton farmers, growers in Africa, maybe you can buy cotton made in Africa. There is um, a notion called Better Cotton, Better Cotton Initiative. So there are a lot of different initiatives out there uh, when it comes to making uh, more sustainable choices when it comes to raw materials. Um, so I cannot say do this or do that. Um, you as a brand need to sit down and decide uh, what is more appealing to you, what you want to do, what is your strategy in mind in terms of raw materials.
Same thing goes for synthetics. There is not one right I mean, answer. Exactly. I mean, there is uh, there are options available, uh, solutions available for synthetics. Uh, you know, instead of virgin polyester or nylon, you can use recycled uh, polyester and nylon. But then again, as I said, choosing choosing more sustainable raw materials is is would be the first step. Then, then of course, you know, asking about the chemistry. What is the chemistry that you're putting to those raw materials? Is would be the next step uh, in terms of right choices. Then, of course, you have to know your supply chain partners. Who am I? Who is making my garments? Who is making my fabrics? This is a must must do for any brands right because then if you don't know your partners supply chain partners you don't know where the risks are if you don't know where the risks are you cannot take action to to uh, clean up those risks right um so that's what i would recommend of course thank you so much uh let's move to the quick rapid fire uh, quick rapid questions you just need to, uh, to answer by one word or one sentence um okay. let's go i'm ready what do you want to <laughs> what do you want to close the door to in our industry close the door in the industry a uh, fast fashion <laughs> where of course <laughs> easy one where do you look to get inspired uh inspiration nature what is the last piece of clothing you bought uh, last piece of clothing outerwear it's winter time so <laughs> Um, who is the personality you would like to listen to in this podcast? Personality, uh, I would say Livia Firth. I'm a big fan. Of, of course. Her. If you could introduce, <laughs> if you could introduce me to her, I would be very glad. Thank you. Thank so you much so today. much, Adrian. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast till the end. If you want to support this initiative, subscribe on whatever podcast platform you follow. Just click on the subscribe button, rate it five stars, and leave us a comment on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to share the podcast on your favorite social media. Thank you for listening to Smart Creation, the podcast, an invitation to explore the potential of sustainable fashion.